Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chell Stars podcast. Uh, today, unfortunately, we are missing Kyle, but we got the rest of the gang here. Uh, we're going to be talking about the latest news that's happened around the NHL. There's really not too, too much besides a pretty big trade that happened recently. And then we have some topics that we're actually going to discuss as well. And then we're going to do a pretty good long trivia um, segment as well, too, for you guys, which we love to do. So I'll kick it off to Max to tell us about the trade. Ooh, there's been a trade to announce. Uh, yes, Alex DeBrinket, with all the rumors going around, is finally off the market. He's going to the Ottawa Senators for Dominique Kubelik, uh, random prospect, a first rounder, and a fourth rounder as well. Uh, Ottawa had the extra, sorry, Detroit had the extra first round pick because of the Boston trade uh, for Bertuzzi, I believe. Um, so basically, they didn't really shed anything too crazy here. Actually, I think it was a pretty good deal because they also did get Debrinket signed for four years, uh, just under eight mil a year. Pretty decent, I'd say. I feel like I saw a bunch of rumors out there that he was requesting nine-ish mil, uh, but that was probably to stay in Ottawa. He was asking for more money, and he's from Michigan, so I think this is kind of, you know, getting a little bit better term. Um, so I'd like to hear your guys' opinions on the matter. Uh, Corey, do you have any? I think Ottawa did well with what they received uh, with a player that didn't want to be there. Getting a first, uh, what was it, a first, a prospect, a fourth. And, and Kubelik. Kubelik is good. That's and a, a pretty solid player. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so for, for a player that, that didn't want to resign, I think they got a good haul. Um, on the other end, for Detroit, four year, resigning for four years, pretty good for Dabrinkit. Um, dollar is high. Hope, hoping that he performs, but it's not terrible either. So I think both teams got away with uh, decent, uh, decent trade. Yeah, Mike? yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely agree with what Corey said. I think I haven't even seen anything where any. Usually, when a trade happens, like you would notice a big fleece, or you would like hear people talking about it. But I think this is one of the trades where. Both teams kind of got what they needed. Um, Cuba League's a goal scorer who's a bigger player that would like probably excel pretty well on Ottawa. And Detroit needed a goal scorer on the wing. Um, somebody who's younger and like more driven and can put the pucks in the net, which the Brain Cat can do. And then it's just like an added bonus that the first round pick came out of it too for Ottawa. I didn't know that the Brain Cat was from Michigan, so I was kind of questioning why Detroit went for him and why, you know, He'd be down for that, but it kind of makes sense now. Yeah, he was indeed down. Uh, I think that might have been one of his only preferable destinations um, with him having a fair bit of lee uh, say on where he was going to go. Um, similar to kind of Dubois, but they actually did get, I think, a decent package in return. Uh, just a shame that it did not work out with Ottawa, uh, you know, only lasting one season there not probably filling the net as much as they were hoping for, uh, but at least they got something in return, and, you know, they can move on from that. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, 
think Larkin and DeBrincat would will be good together. I'm kind of excited to see that. Yeah, and then the power <laughs> play as well. Yeah, both these teams are going to be pushing for playoff spots in the Atlantic. So be interesting to see how it plays out for both of the squads. Yeah, we've seen a lot of moves Iserman has made both this summer and last summer, but completely overhauling the team since taking over. And uh, safe to say his summer has been quite busy, adding in, you know, uh, you got Comfer, you got... Debrinket now, yeah, it in Justin Hall. We I don't mixed opinions there. Um so we'll have to see and in Ottawa as well being likewise just as busy, adding in Corpusalo. Uh and both obviously like you said, I didn't even really think about it, both being in the Atlantic and both competing for a playoff spot. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh so not a lot of news. Um, <laughs> that was our main piece. Obviously, there's been a few minor signings here and there. I mean, we can mention K. Andre Miller getting a bridge deal with the Rangers. Two years, not much to say there, in my opinion. A um, whole bunch of little RFA signings. Still a few big names on the board, like we mentioned last week. Pretty much they're all still there. Um, no idea when that will happen. Um only thing maybe we can quickly talk about is Nils Hoglander signing for two years with Vancouver. Um, looking to compete for a roster spot on the wing. Uh, Aaron, do you have uh, any opinions on that? Uh, you're going to have to give me some more details, like what kind of money he's making. Because oh. I honestly don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> just 1.1 mil for two years. Yeah, like I think I like it because it's two years and it's cheap so why not give them a chance right they're trying to get younger they're not looking to win now so it's really like no big cost to just give them another shot so yeah i think it's a good signing mikey Corey. yeah i mean cheap contract a couple years and after the couple years is over if he does perform well and he plays in the nhl then i mean then you can discuss obviously a bigger contract but for what he's done and um, kind of the minutes he's getting in the NHL when he did play, um, I think 1.1 is reasonable. Yeah, he absolutely has to make the team this year, though, and start getting some production in. For him, that's a must. And even if that happens, I still can see the Canucks potentially moving him if the fit isn't there, either this year or next year. But it's a good signing. We don't lose that asset. And... uh for him, hopefully he uh, can find a spot and get going. Yeah, we'll have to see uh, if Canucks make any more moves before the start of the season. Uh, but it'll be interesting training camp for them. There's lots of winger spots to be, you know, fulfilled, and a lot of them fighting for it, including Hoglander, Potkols, in, in there. There's a lot, so it'll be interesting on the Canucks front there. Um, so I think that's about it for all the news here. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to Aaron for a little uh, different debate we got going. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Max. So because we normally fill a lot of our podcasts with news and we obviously don't have very much of that tonight, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different, which is we have a whole bunch of different topics we're going to go over, but they're all going to be very short, very mini debates. 
we're going to ask a question. We're going to each give our answer. And then we're going to just feel free to judge each other's answers as we see fit. So feel free to interject. This isn't a one-by-one scenario. So throw your thoughts out there as we go. And yeah, let's get to the first question. So I'm going to pass it off to, let's go Mikey first. Okay, and then Mikey can just throw it to whoever he wants to next. And our first question is, if the NHL reset today, current players, who would be the first three players to go in a draft of all current NHL players right now? Mikey, go. All right. And I know we were kind of talking about this in the sense of, like, who we would kind of build like the franchise around and build a team around. And my three answers, um, I had two forwards and one D-man. So my three answers were... Um, number one would be McDavid. Uh, number two would be Dreisaitl. And number three would be McCarr. If I had to choose a defenseman, um, you know, to pick, obviously, the top-end pick and who I'd build my team around, I would definitely choose McCarr right now. So those would be my three. I think the first two were kind of no-brainers just because of all their skill and how they make their wingers and how they make the other people better on their team as well. Pretty fair uh, first three. I'd also like to point out that Aaron worded that pretty perfectly because she said current players. Because in our little pre-discussion for <laughs> recording, Mikey was saying, oh, so it's just every single player that's ever played for the NHL. There's like 500,000. And we're like, well, no, it's current players you're not going to be drafting Gretzky Lemieux yada yada that's a different debate and Mikey immediately had to erase Gretzky off yeah his list. <laughs> I was honestly gonna say number two but let's, Should let's... I, we shouldn't have Gretzky, would Gretzky have been number two is that what you just said I don't know I, I probably would have had him in my list okay probably <laughs> yikes he might have cracked it <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know you guys you guys think that's a pretty reasonable first three can throw it off to Corey if he wants to to give him give us history. Right, that's a very reasonable first three. In fact, I initially had the exact same first three, <laughs> um, but after thinking about it, I wanted to have uh, a little theme with my with my picks. So I opted to switch out Drysaddle for McKinnon and have three M's: McDavid, McKinnon, McCarr. Um, and I just think McKinnon has proved he can drive his own team. Dreisaitl, uh potentially just as good, but has yet to be the number one guy on his team. Uh, McKinnon's been there and led his team to the cup. Um, and then Makar has a really good defenseman there as well. So that was my reasoning for those three. Uh, McDavid, McKinnon, and Makar. Um, let's throw it to Aaron next. Nice. All right. Well, just from peeking over at Max's list, I can see we have the exact same three people in the same order. And you guys might judge us for maybe breaking our own rules, but I think he's current because technically he's a part of the team as of like a week ago. We both have Bedard as number one. Number two, McDavid. Number three, Makar. Is that correct that I have the same as you, Max? Well, you're looking at my phone, so yeah. It's important to note that I wrote mine down first. Um... I don't think that's I think the true. first choice is pretty <laughs> obvious in the fact that if we're looking to build a franchise, we want someone young. It's like same thing if we did this like seven or eight years ago. McDavid would probably be number one in my list just because he's has those extra years in him. Um, 
yeah, McDavid, self-explanatory. Makar, I mean, it's hard to argue. <laughs> Again, like you guys said, pretty easy choices, I think. Max, similar reasoning. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to explain McDavid, Makar. Those are pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I'm looking at number one because, in a way, in my opinion, one of the most kind of more exciting things for a franchise is potential. And yeah. you, right after draft, everyone's looking at, you know, everyone's players who they drafted in there, immediately looking at their potential, and everyone's thinking they're going to hit it, obviously. That's not the case. But with Bedard, there's just such a high potential there. I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be better than McDavid. That's not the point of this. But I'm looking at him having three years at under a million dollars for his cap hit in a fantasy world. Obviously, he's not going to be a cup. Chicago's not going to be a cup contender this year, but in a fantasy world, I'm going to immediately surround him and make, you know, going to be able to select better players since he's only making a mill. Um, and just the potential there. We saw how Chicago sold, I don't know what the number was, so many, like thousands of season tickets, their numbers shot up. So that's why I have him as number one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, realistically, if you're thinking about it, building your franchise or building your team is going to rely on, like, your number one centers pretty much, right? You have mm-hmm. yeah. Crosby, you got McDavid, you have Dreisaitl. I mean, all of these guys, McKinnon. Um, even, I don't know, I don't know if I would, like, go to length to say, like, as a Benajad, you wouldn't build your franchise around them, but you could definitely build certain parts of your team around them, including the wingers he plays with, right? Like, he plays with Panarin and Kreider, and they do well every season. Um, so, I think definitely having centers is your key to it. It's also, too, like, if you're looking at the viewpoint of, are we just wanting to build around someone who's the young superstar, like Bedard, or do you want to build around somebody who's, like, a solidified, experienced, like, leader that can lead your team, right? So, I guess, depending on how you yeah. how you view it, you can probably go somebody a little bit older that we probably didn't choose because of age a little bit but yeah interesting to think about i mean even with that being said we chose bedard over mcdavid if we chose mcdavid we're choosing win now bedard i'm going for the next 10 plus years and i think i think easily crosby could have been slotted in for number two for me because he's obviously (laughs) he's obviously one of the best players to ever step into the league i only said dry settle just because of how you know, how good he is and how good he can make people. So, Well, you got to think of marketability too. Even even yeah. considering a guy like Ovechkin breaking the goal-scoring record on your team, that has a huge yeah. impact. Yeah. Like imagine <laughs> picking that up. Or even a guy like Matthews who has uh, more um, – He's I, I find him more marketable with more personality as a team leader than some of these – Guys, I mean, McDavid is pretty dry, but at least he's the best player by far. But uh, so I don't know, just other factors kind of to consider. <clears throat> Interesting that no one mentioned Matthews, actually. That is, that is I had him. I, uh, I had yeah. him at number three, but I wanted to throw in uh, D-Man in there just to kind of mix it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> he would be my number four. All right, so our next question here, same theme. We're talking about the same draft in our fantasy retool of the NHL. 
who are the first three goalies in order that would be drafted? And let's go to Max first. This one was the toughest. You can go really deep in this one because goalies, they're really fluky. They're really hard. It's kind of random. You look at Bobrovsky this year. Um, prime example, I'm not choosing Bobrovsky. Uh, I don't want that contract. Spoiler. Alert. Spoiler. Um, my first three are... Only three. Well, okay, yeah, my <laughs> only three are Shesterkin, Ottinger, and I'm going with a wild card. I'm going, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, Devon Levi from Buffalo. Going super yeah, young. That is a wild card, yeah. Unproven, but I like the potential there again. Uh, the first two self-explanatory, somewhat younger-ish, and they're locked in money-wise, and they're one of the bad, best goalies in the NHL, in my opinion, and something you can build around. I almost had Hellebuck. I'm <laughs> sure one of you might have him. <laughs> so I'll pass it off to uh, Aaron this time. All right. So our lists are actually slightly different this time, but still pretty close. I have Shesterkin number one. I have Vasilevsky number two, and then I have Ottinger number three. And I think it's probably because we looked at this a little bit differently in that I wanted somebody proven, like having that for sure goalie to kind of build your team around and then focus on getting a prospect later, I felt was a safer bet. So Shesterkin a little bit younger than Vasilevsky, that's why he's number one. Ottinger number three, because he has the young age, but maybe not as proven or experienced yet. So, yeah, those are my three. Um, Corey, you want to give us yours? Uh, I had uh, number one, I had Sorokin, and I'm surprised no one else has him. Uh, number two, I, I, had, I had the three Russians. I had Sorokin, Shosturkin, <laughs> and, then, and then Vasilevsky. Like the uh, I didn't re- – yeah, the themes, right? Yeah. Uh, so go through the three Russians. Obviously, the first two are younger, so I'd go for them. I like Sorokin and number one. Um, but I do agree with what Aaron said. Vasilevsky, someone proven. Uh, goalies are, um, yes, they are fluky, like Max said, but you do get um, every so often a goalie that is just um, so consistent and doesn't matter what year they're going to be consistent. Like, um, for most of his career, Marty Broder, those kind of guys. Vasilevsky is, is one of those guys. So I would for sure take him um, because he might not be a stellar every playoff run, but he's solid and there's not going to be any surprises. So I have Throkin, Shosturkin, and then uh, Vasilevsky. Uh, Mikey? Yeah. I like your guys' uh, like list, actually. But I do have one player that you guys did not uh, mention on here. But, but my number one would be Vasilevsky. Um, number two would be Shesterkin. And at number three, I have Carey Price. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's only he's only been out of the NHL like a couple seasons. But I think number three, what he did, what, he done, what he's done for Montreal. And, I mean, he's kind of like the franchise player that Montreal had for such a long time. Uh, but, yeah. Vasilevsky and... Just starting our no-brainers, and then I thought I'd just throw Price in there to show him some love as well. Dude, he's like retired. I was gonna say, does he count? That's a wild one. I mean, I mean, as a current player. I mean, if he doesn't count, he doesn't count. But I like him. Isn't he (laughs) up there anymore? (laughs) 
It's too far away from the ring. All right, screw it then. No, no, no. I won't do Price. I'll do Demko. Oh, oh. that's what my guess was. I told you he was gonna pick Demko. I'll do Demko then. If Price doesn't count, I'll do Demko. Okay. All right. But you'd pull Price out of retirement first. I would pull Price out of retirement okay. to play. He's, he's pulling the LTIR move here. <laughs> hey, in that case, give me, give me Tim Thomas in that case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to ask Kerry Price to play for a roller hockey team uh, two years ago when we were playing, but he said no, he couldn't. So, so unfortunate. Well, maybe now since he's living nearby. He's got some more Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, this next one is a little bit out of the left field. Uh, like I said, random topics today. So we are going to discuss our top three mascots. And let's let Corey go first for this one. I'm all still have to go first. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So after taking a brief. Uh, uh, look at the mascot. <laughs> Do you want we we ha- no we we have drafted our our top three. <clears throat> um, number, number one, we got um. <laughs> Dramatic. Drum roll. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Number one, <laughs> we got uh, we got Yuppie uh, for uh, Montreal. <laughs> oh, um, boy, it took a while to get there, but I like the answer. <laughs> this guy's been around for a long time. He's got the orange hair, the fuzzy orange hair. Honestly, he's like the OG gritty. So I don't want to hear any any talk about gritty because this guy was the the first orange. And he's just pretty funny looking. He's got a funny name. You know, it's oh good God. for the kids. Uh, and I like how it's just like, it doesn't have anything to do with, with anything. It's just the Yuppie. He's this big fuzzy guy. Uh, number two. Number two, we're going to go with um, Al the Octopus off of Detroit. He's not even a mascot. Dude's not even a mascot. He's just a giant... He's just a giant octopus. They hang from the rafters because they don't what? even have a mascot. So it's just Al the octopus hanging up there. Um, you know, pretty. You know, also been around. Got the eight tentacles for the eight uh, wins that you used to need to win the cup. So is that what that's actually prop- for? You're just making that up. No, that's what it's for. Wow, that's actually like. Cause yeah. I was wondering why is it an octopus that makes no sense, but. Yeah, back in the day, you had to win eight. You had to have eight wins to win the cup. So, huh. yeah, yeah, Al the octopus. And uh, <clears throat> number three, we're gonna we're gonna go with uh, the New Jersey Devil. Dude is just literally the devil. Straight <laughs> 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 out the devil. So uh, that just kind of like slides in there. <laughs> And uh, they've just kind of, you know, uh, yeah, they've... All right. Wow. Now that is a top three. (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? I'll go next. I'll go next. (laughs) So my top three, uh, my top three gold tier mascots in the NHL, 
We're going to start with number one. Obviously, it has to be Finn from the Vancouver Canucks. Um, really good guy. Um, he bites people's heads when he sees them in the arena. Um, and he bangs on a drum all game, so he's pretty good. <laughs> UP, I have at number two. Same exact reason Corey had UP. All the same reasons I was thinking of. Um, just his character and his traits, and he's just good for the kids. And then uh, number three, I have Hunter from Edmonton. And the only reason I put Hunter from Edmonton is because I play NHL with him. I play NHL with him. And that's the only reason I have him on my list. Hunter is just a literal, like, ferocious cougar. There's nothing friendly about him at all. Okay, so my three top three mascots, uh, very similar to what you guys have already put here. Um, I have a reasoning for at least the top spot. Uh, I'll start from three down. So three, I got three up, th- three up I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm joking, uh, it works. Number three, I have uh, Yupi, uh, pretty classic mascot, can't really go wrong with him. He does look pretty funky as well. Uh, unfortunately, I do, I don't know if uh, Corey's going to like this one, but number two, I have Gritty. <laughs> just because of the just the culture around mm-hmm. him and everything, the pop yeah, he gets and sure is quite the uh, menace around the NHL. Number one, I'm trying not to be biased here, but I just have a funny story about it, and it is Finn. It sounded like you said Vin. Fit, no. <laughs> Vin, Vin Diesel? Diesel. Oh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> no, Vin, <laughs> the Canuck. Uh, and that is purely because at one Abbotsford Canuck game that Aaron and okay, I went to, sure. <laughs> we were walking around the stadium, and we ran into Finn, and well, at least we were walking by him. I, I was like, oh, hey. I kind of said hello to him. <laughs> I gave him the nod, the gentlemanly nod. Aaron didn't I didn't see him. Didn't acknowledge him at all. And as we walked by, he did a quick head whip and smacked Aaron in the back of the head with his fin. <laughs> wow. And I was laughing so hard. That's what you get for not wow. acknowledging him. I didn't see him. And he insulted me. So I think he's number one just for that reason. <laughs> it was an aggressive slap, too. It, like, it was a full, like, he did, well, as he perfectly timed it. So it was fit, just <laughs> wax. <laughs> now. I thought I was going to be your childhood story, Finn story. Oh. Can we share that one, too? Yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't even think about that. But as I, uh, I don't know how old I would have been. Very young. Uh, I was at a Canuck game with my dad. And I guess I got chosen for some prize or whatever um, to win a TV, which back then was super thick. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very uh, funny. But anyways, Finn came up to me and lifted me up like a Lion King, and I was on the Jumbotron. Wow. <laughs> I was super young. I don't remember how old, but I'll remember. And he remembered you all those years later. And gave you yeah, the that's nod. why we nodded. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. my three. All right. Heck, you're so tall. Yeah. All right, Aaron, finish the office. Okay. I don't think mine are going to be as exciting as all this. Um, it's a little bit repetitive now at this point. My number one is, of course, Gritty. Sorry, Corey. Okay. Why is he number one for you? I love the chaos that he brings. <laughs> I think he's just like everything that all the other mascots aren't. 
mascots are supposed to be fun for children and you know kids love mascots but gritty is out to scare the children and he attacks the children and it is it's too funny i think he yeah i just love his chaos he's number one for me number two is yuppie of course uh like kind of you guys mentioned just the history behind him i like his jersey number exclamation point and (laughs) (laughs) he actually moved up a little bit on the list because of a fact that we found out a little bit earlier me and max and that is that he is the first mascot to ever be ejected from an mlb game no (laughs) (laughs) apparently he was causing too much chaos and the umpire literally threw him out of the game wasn't sorry wasn't he the old expos mascot i believe so yeah yeah okay and i don't know if that was when he was their mascot or (laughs) but i thought that was pretty good again the chaos I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Number three on my list, someone who has not been mentioned yet, and this is Victor E. Green of Dallas. <laughs> this is Dallas's mascot. He's very underrated, in my opinion. He has a great name. He's basically like gritty if gritty was skinnier and green and taller and green <laughs> but they're very, they're very similarly shaped it basically looks like what gritty's lower half is based off of is victory green um yeah i think he's a better looking version of gritty so but gritty's higher but gritty's higher because gritty is has just more personality that we've seen so far victor needs to step up his game a little bit i uh can I give an honorable mention out to um, Sparky the Dragon from New York, <laughs> yes. New York Islanders? Well, I don't know half these mascots. Do. How did they decide to have a dragon? Is what I want to know. <laughs> Just Sparky the Dragon, like Sparky. wow! Probably the most exciting thing coming out of New York Islanders organization. I'm surprised nobody said Slapshot. The Eagle. Yeah, he's a good one. What about uh, Harvey the Hound? He's been around. (laughs) There's a lot of controversy around Harvey. Him and his ton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, I like uh, the the lightning bug for from the lightning. Isn't he called Thunderbug? Yeah, he's called Thunderbug. Thunderbug, that's sweet. Oh, and and uh, Stinger from Columbus. (laughs) The green. Yeah, the bug. Yeah. Oh, Anaheim's got Wild Wing off Anaheim. He's sweet. He's got the, the hockey equipment on. He's got like the helmet, like the 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 Mighty Duck kind of vibe. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Ottawa has like a Sparta cat kind of thing. I think Just that's like his a, name. It's like a lion. Sparta cat, yeah. Sparta cat, come back for our later question on. Some unique hairstyles. Oh damn! If you've seen cat's hair, <laughs> yeah. it is something else. Top, top mascots drafted for a franchise. <laughs> 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 okay, well, what's next, Aaron? Well, I think we're gonna have to come back at some point to get your full team ranking of every mascot in the league because it seems like you have lots <laughs> of opinions that are coming out. Um, <laughs> but for now, we will move on to. What might be not quite as humorous as a topic, I guess, but we'll hear there's some controversy around it. 
and that is our chosen best coach in the league. Current coach, obviously, Mikey. Um, Max, why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good one, Aaron. It's a recurring right. joke. I appreciate the fake laugh. All right. Best coach uh, right now, I put... Now, hold on. It wasn't your turn. Yeah, bud. <laughs> you said, why don't you go ahead, Mikey? No. <laughs> so that to me. What? All right. You go for it, dude. Like you're going last now, bud. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I probably said something different than y'all anyway, so. Okay. Travis Green. <laughs> hey. Willie, Willie DeHernay, okay? Ooh. Willie <laughs> Willie. All right. Um, for a non-humorous response to this question, I'm going uh, with Rod the Bod. Just purely because he just seems like a great coach very intense but i mean he holds carolina to a certain standard and we've seen that over the past few seasons um easily one of the best coach teams and we see that with their on ice product we don't have to talk about the fact that they've been swept in the eastern conference (laughs) finals three times in a row he wasn't there for one of them but uh um and he'll also tell you that they haven't been they didn't get swept in that series it's on paper that they did, but it was all one goal game. So, uh, but I think that's easily my pick uh, for coach. And I'd like to hear uh, from Corey next. Yeah, that was my pick. So, uh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll pick. Uh, I'll go with someone else to talk about. I'll go with uh, well, the most recent Stanley Cup winner, Bruce Cassidy. I think he's had a pretty good record with his coaching uh, career so far with Boston. He um, went to the finals, were always in the playoffs, um, and then took a good Vegas team all the way and won. So I'm going to go with Bruce Cassidy just on his recent uh, track record. Uh, Aaron. Yeah, so I'm not going to do what you didn't change my answer, but I also had (laughs) Ron Brindamore. Um, Honestly, for almost the same reasons, I think he's – someone that I would actually respect as a coach, someone that he's a very likable guy and he's a good coach, which is a, I don't want to say a rare combination, but it's not always as obvious, but yeah, I think he's had good success and he's also just a nice guy. So there you go. (laughs) Mikey. (laughs) Not that I know him personally at all. He could be such a nice guy. And he has a great nickname. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, mine is uh, a little bit different than your guys' is, considering you guys all pick the same person. Um, <laughs> mine is uh, John Cooper from Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. And I, I chose John Cooper just uh, based on his winning record. He set the record for the least amount of games coached to reach 400 wins in the NHL, as well as I'm pretty sure he's won Coach of the Year. He's won... Stanley Cups, you know, obviously he's got a good team around him, but he knows how and when to use that team and how to build lines and how to, you know, pretty much the whole aspect of him being a coach, he knows how to do it. So that's why he is there. And he's also a really nice guy. He kind of fits that same vibe. He's like a really good coach, really well-respected, really likable. It's a good combo. It's quite funny too. He is really funny. Well, so, well, how do you guys know he's funny? 
just from our dinner conversations with him. Yeah. Right. We're on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> no. I miss John. I miss John Cooper coming on. Yeah, Dang. sorry, bud. Uh. All right, moving on. We're going into some uniform questions now. Starting off with, who has the nicest jersey in the league? Now I should clarify this because just hopefully you guys are on the same page here that we're doing, like, regular home-away jerseys only. No crazy reverse retros, because obviously there's a lot out there. I'm hoping I'm not ruining your guys' answers. So let's go to Max first, because I know he followed that rule. Yeah, I don't think we told them <laughs> that. <laughs> um, I'm going with a more recent pick here for their home jersey. Obviously, home. Screw the away ones. They're all basically white. It's boring. Um, white things. Yeah. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> uh, nicest jersey. I love how you also worded it. Nicest, not just They're best. Nice. Yeah, not this one is pretty nice, and it's the uh, Seattle. Like it's the Seattle Kraken jersey. I just really like the dark blue with the cyan and red mixed in there. It just really pops on the ice. When I first saw it, I was kind of indifferent, but seeing it on the ice is really nice, in my opinion. Uh, I don't like how I'm picking. A, you know, Canuck rival here, but I do have to give them their props. There. Are they really a Canuck rival though yet? I feel like that just hasn't really been. They cemented. beat them almost every game. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the you know. Division rival. Division rival, neighbor. <laughs> Maybe hopefully one day they'll be an actual rival rival yeah, in the playoffs eventually. or something. <laughs> uh. Anyways. I'll pass it off to uh, Mikey this time. You don't you don't have to go last. <laughs> yeah, see, it's hard for me to pick just one, but I think one of the nicer jerseys in the league would probably have to be New York Rangers. Um, I was, like, really debating between New York Rangers and Montreal, so I think I'm just going to go with the New York Rangers. They're classic as well, too. Yeah, it's a classic. But it's, it was it was it was hard for me to pick because I have probably five written down there, and I just went with New York. But I have like five different teams. But like diagonal lettering on the Rangers, they've really owned that forever, and it just looks so nice. Max, Steven. Look up. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't like the diagonal writing. I like their logo a lot. I don't know how I feel. About the diagonal right, they they pulled off the best. I'll say that they pulled off better than you know. I know Pittsburgh has done it. Um, I like their color scheme. It's been a lot. That's like the main reason, kind of why I chose that. Color color scheme scheme is amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I wanted Mm -hmm. to point that out because earlier when I suggested them being the best, Max immediately went, "Oh, but the diagonal lettering just don't." (laughs) I think they look really nice, but all right. All right, well, I guess I can share mine then. Um, so I went with Minnesota as my favorite. I think they're just a very classic, old kind of retro-style-looking hockey jersey. I love the color scheme. They have a really, really nice logo. And I think when you put it together with the whole uniform get-up, it just, it just looks really good. I, I, I like their color scheme a lot. So Minnesota for me. That's actually a good show. I do like their, I like their jerseys too. That's a good show, actually. 
Good one, Aaron. Thank you, Mikey. And I went with um, the one you didn't pick, Mike. I went with Montreal. Uh, just We've all seemed to be talking about classic, and nothing to me is more classic than the blue block route of uh, Montreal. I think it just looks so great. I love the blue stripe down the middle of the red one. Um, I think that's a beautiful logo on it, and uh, I just love it. And then they've had so many great players to wear that jersey um, over over their over their years. That is the past. So uh, many were part of the original six. Well, of course they That's probably were the original. So uh, Montreal for me is uh, yeah, just I love it. That's a good yeah, pick. I think that was up there for all of us. All right, moving on. Our next category is who has the best logo in the league. And gosh, who hasn't started first in a while? I don't even remember. Let's go to Corey. Logo. Yeah. I did mention I liked Montreal, but I'm going to pick a different. Well, I do love the Canadians logo. I also want to pick um, the Philadelphia Flyers logo. Um, I think it's 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 the right amount of like simple and striking, and it looks good. They've never needed to change. They've never needed to change it. Um, it's got the P for Philadelphia. It's got the wings for the Flyers, and it's got an orange dot meaning here we are. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I think it's just really striking, and um, I think it, it goes great with uh, with those orange jerseys that are so iconic for Philadelphia Flyers. So I'm going with, with Philly. And they've literally never had another logo, right? Even on yeah. all these different weird retro jerseys. and Yeah, and, and not even not even like a shoulder logo either. Oh. Yeah. It's... I didn't know that. Wow. Because it's that good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, to yeah. be honest, I've never noticed that it's a P before you just said that. <laughs> did you know the orange yeah. dot part? I did not. That's that's the best fact there is. Yeah, yeah well, now you know. Now you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Important knowledge. Um, okay, let's go to you, Aaron. All right, so my choice is a team that has done a lot of things very wrong, but the one thing that they do really really well is their logo and that is arizona <laughs> they've gone back to that classic coyote thing that i don't remember the name of kachina there you go the kachina i just i think it looks super cool it's really unique the colors are really cool and yeah i think it's just a really good looking logo something that's like just so different than every other logo but it just works yeah shout out arizona she got one positive thing <laughs> Max, you're up. Um, my, there's a few options. I like what Corey mentioned. Um, but my pick is actually going to be the Minnesota Wild. Uh, I think it's just something so simple, but like just so many little hidden details in it. You got the little, obviously, bear or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you got the sun and trees in the background with like the little almost shooting star with the eye. It just super detailed. 
and I just really like it. And obviously, Aaron almost basically alluded to it, but it makes it makes their jersey itself that much better. And uh, that's my pick and reasoning. Yeah, I think it can be hard sometimes to add so many like subtle, fancy, like artistic details in a logo and not have it look kind of silly. But Minnesota just flows together so well. Yeah. Nice. All right, Mikey. My favorite logo, or who I think is the uh, best one. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of Washington for some reason. I know we talked about this um, when they got like their alternate jersey, when all the other teams did. Like they had the little, like, little logo on there that just looked pretty sick. Um, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of hard for me to say. That the only logo from Washington I like is like. The, like a little bit of an older one when Ovi was like starting to first play, like the, like the eagle with the stars on it. Um, uh, but like right, right now it's hard for me to choose one of my favorite logos. I do like that one, even though it's a little bit ago. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go with that one because it's hard for me to choose one right now. All right, fair enough. I'll let you break the rules this time. I'm not going to lie. I, I missed it, and I didn't even write anything down. So you asked me that. I was just like <laughs> off top of my dome. Oh, there you go. On top of the dome. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't even say the Canucks. No, definitely not. Yeah. No. I think we are all in agreement that their <laughs> yeah. logo is not, our, not even our favorite Canuck logo. Anyways, we won't delve into that. That'll be a whole other discussion. Um, moving on to probably more fun topic is the worst logo in the league. Same thing, current jerseys only. Max, start us off. Sure, yeah. Um, worst logo to me is Anaheim. Uh, their current one, the weird looking D, basically duck foot thing. That's more so because I just hate that they've changed it from the Mighty Ducks logo. You go from one of the best logos to this, and it's like, why did you change? New is not always better. And, well, that's pretty much my whole reasoning behind that. You know, Mighty Ducks is so symbolic, and you go with this weird duck foot thing. I just don't like it. I'm going to go next because I have the same answer for almost the same reasoning. Um, yeah, they tried to do something modern, maybe, I guess. But, yeah, I agree. The classic logo is just a thousand times better. Mikey, why don't you give us yours next? See if it's something different. Uh, the worst logo I have Columbus. Mm. Not really. Yes, I mean, it's I just agree. it's just uh, it's just kind of meh to me. Uh, honestly, too, like I was gonna say Arizona, um, just because I don't really don't think it's that nice. But I went with Columbus because Aaron was raving about that one. So good, thank you. We'll go with Columbus. Columbus is just yeah. chaotic. I don't know. Um, I'm about to disagree with all you guys. I think Columbus is a sick logo. <laughs> Star, and then it's got like the flag sweeping through. I think it looks great. Uh, Anaheim, it's a D, and it's a duck's foot. It's, so it's, it's <laughs> the duck. I don't know what you want. I don't know what, what's not resonating <laughs> with you there. I think it's fine. Got a little bit of orange in it for Orange County. Like, oh, okay. 
I think it's one little strip of orange. Yeah, it's got the webbed foot. Like, you know, I think it's fine. It's not my favorite. I think it's fine. Um, I look at Arizona and I agree with Mikey. I don't see what's so great. Okay, cool. It's different. I don't know. I don't think I actually think Arizona's logo prior was better. This one is like just abstract. I don't think it's, their jerseys are cool. I don't think their logo is that cool though. Actually, fun fact: when I was like probably like six years old, uh, we were having a little skating lessons with my class or whatever, and my buddy was wearing the old Arizona Coyotes logo. And I guess I must have told him that. I think he was like really like because I was like proud of wearing it. And I guess I told him it like it didn't. I was like, hey, your jersey actually doesn't look that good. And uh, he got really uh, upset, and my parents were like, "The hell, Corey? Why'd you, why'd you, why would you say that to your friend?" <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't. I just don't think it's that great of a jersey. It's just trying to. You hated it. Yeah, I just trying to be. Just trying to be honest. Anyways, my least favorite logo. <clears throat> I think it's Dallas Stars. I don't. I don't think this looks oh, yeah. good at all. Like, it's. The star and and the D, like it almost looks like it's like actually Anaheim and Columbus mixed together. Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, the D just looks odd in the middle of the star. I think the one that Dallas had prior was also way better than the one they have now. Then you throw it on those bright green jerseys, and it's like, yeah, I don't like Dallas at all. Gross. <laughs> Uh, and even Washington, I agree with Mike. The old Washington Eagle was way better. Yeah, I fully agree there. There's a lot of good logos, actually, just looking through it here. It was hard to choose. Yeah. Winnipeg like, the old the... the old Mighty Ducks logo was sweet. Like, the old Mighty Ducks, like, back in the day. But now I do agree. It's a little bit of a... It's pretty mad, but I'm not going to get into it because Corey will rant for the next <laughs> 24 hours about how nice it is. <laughs> I don't get the hate. We have reached our final question. Probably the most important one. And that is, who has the best flow in the NHL? And we're going to go, like, even if they have cut their hair recently, that's okay. We'll accept it. Um Let's give Mikey a shot to go first here. Well, the OG who started the mullet trend for myself would have to be Patrick Kane. That is who I think in the history that I've seen, he has the nicest hair. And I take after that. So I'm going to go with Patrick Kane. Is that the photo you show your barber? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, can, yeah. You, can you please style it like this, please? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how about uh, Aaron? Who do you have for nicest hair? Uh, I went pretty basic with this one, and I said Brock Besser, the classic Prince Charming flow. I think a lot of the flow in the NHL is, maybe there's a lot of hair there, but it doesn't quite look very good. (laughs) His is just, it's always very, very well styled. So I'm going to go Besser. And over to you, Max. Uh. I came up with this answer, and then immediately when we were about to start, I realized, oh, shoot, I think he cut his hair at the start of the season, and that is Eric Carlson. Um, But I think he just has that classic lawn hockey hair. 
that really flows out of the bucket pretty good. Um, you know, you see him at the All-Star Games, and he's got the slicked gel in there. I think just a very classic look, and it really, uh, even though he does look good with short hair, uh, I think he looks even better with the long hair. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, Spartacat. <laughs> he yeah. might be worse flowing. He... <laughs> <Just> second. <laughs> he can maybe throw some gel well, in there. I'll, uh, I was thinking EK, but I'll say someone who's probably the human equivalent of Spartacat, and that would be Brent Burns. Um, <laughs> embodied, like, the... If if Eric Carlson has, like, the kind of slicked, classy look, Burns is just the opposite, just, like, the animal Chewbacca. But this is... I think he's got... He buzzed it all off now, but he had just that huge mane, and then he paired it with that wild beard. Um... It was uh, it was a luck, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Burnsy and that for that one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Pair with the beard as well. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the opposite of Aaron's answer with the whole uh, shaped and you know perfect esque um, look yeah, versus just mess. Different things in our hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> versus just yeah out there. Honorable mention would have to be William Carlson though. That was my mm. second. Yeah. He also has the Prince Charming hair. <laughs> what about uh, Brandon Tanev? <laughs> that did <laughs> pop up when I looked up this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Him and his brother, Chris. <laughs> yep, brother, yep. Chris. yep. Sorry, it was just funny the way you said that. Okay. <laughs> no, one, no, no one's going to say Matthews? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for our little debates that went actually quite a lot longer than I think we expected. As always, things got very controversial between us. Um, <laughs> we're going to do some trivia now. So I'm going to pass it over to Max to get us started. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so it's going to be somewhat different than what I've done in the past. Um, if you know, I usually have a theme to it. And this one uh, is the 2022-23 season in review. Mm. It's very vague, but it's kind of just about the whole this past season. And um, a little different format. We have different points per question and kind of bonus points per that question, if you can get like the specific answer, because a lot of these are really difficult, in my opinion. Right. Well, some of it's not so much difficult. It's more if you get the specific part of it um right uh, we'll just kind of kick it off these ones here are basically the rapid fire questions uh all i'll need from you three is to shout out the answer um and basically whoever can get it first gets the points um and then from there i'll ask you maybe further questions about that question and uh we'll just go from there okay so cory needs like a five second handicap delay no 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 no. (laughs) yeah this might be we'll see hey this is about this season so all of you should be at the same playing table all right there you go yeah it's not no historic things here (laughs) yeah that's what cory's good for like 1940s hockey (laughs) yeah great great era great era (laughs) yeah all right we're going to kick it off with, I, which should be the easiest one. 
I'm no look, looking, no looking at my phone, Aaron. My goodness. Wow. We're trying to get a little head start. Okay. So first one to shout it out. So this is a two-parter, technically. So make sure you listen to the full question. Who is the only goalie to score a goal this year, and who was it against? It's uh, Linus Allmark, and it was against um, Canucks. It was indeed. Against what? the Canucks. When did that happen? <laughs> Buddy, if that you think that's hard. <laughs> I'm adding a point to myself. Yep, I can take care of that. Certain things are worth more. Okay. Oh, so is that two points? That, no, that's the easiest one. Oh. Here. That's one point. It should point. be like 0.2 points. Well, no, because all of you could have gotten that. I thought it would have been pretty easy well, since it was against the Canucks, too. I the Allmark part, but I think I blocked out the Canucks oh. trauma. <laughs> well, Corey already got one, so. Okay. <laughs> this one maybe a little trickier. Who opened the season with the best Vegas odds to win the cup? Avalanche. It was the Avalanche. Good job. Boom. One point for Mikey. Mikey, just for you. Oh, no. What, what were those odds? <laughs> you get three um, points if you're within, uh, like, plus or minus 50. I don't even know what a good guess would be. Plus or minus... Minus... Uh, minus... 2,500. Oh, oh, God. No, you. Uh, it was uh, plus 425. <laughs> what? <laughs> so close. It's just a, few, a little off. <laughs> all right. Usually usually when I bet on like UFC, you know, the, the favorites are the minus. So I don't know. So Well, no, this one was a plus. <laughs> right when you said minus, I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I don't think anyone is a favorite at the start of the year. Exactly. Yep. Whatever, I'll take my one point. Yep. I'm happy with it. <laughs> All right. With similar premise here. What place were Vegas for those preseason odds to win the cup? So out of the 32 teams, what place were they? 17. I don't know. That's such a wild guess. No. <laughs> Give me an approximation. Eight. Eight. Okay. Eight. Ten. I'm take Four. ten. So I'm going to basically take whoever was closest, and that was Mikey. Oh, with eighth, yeah. they were seventh oh. to begin the season. That's one point for Mikey. Mikey, similar question. What were those odds? <laughs> All right, hold it's on. Not hold minus. On. I'm. I. I know. Relax. Well, you didn't know. Plus. Before. Plus seven hundred. No. No. Uh, they were plus More? eight. Plus yeah, plus eighteen hundred. They're right, seventh well, place. You gotta think about that. That's what I was trying to do the math in my head, but this isn't a question. No, this isn't a question, but for if you're curious, Anaheim and Chicago, I believe, were dead last, and they were both plus fifty thousand. <laughs> so, Fair but anyways, if you did bet on Vegas with plus eighteen hundred, way to go! I don't know how many people actually did. I know we are trashing them to begin the season. Moving on. We're not. We're done with the whole bag of sods here. <laughs> what goaltender that played a minimum of twenty games had the worst save percentage? Oh, uh, uh, um, Jack Campbell. No. Hmm. Spencer Gibson. Martin. 
It is Spencer Martin. Martin. Yes. That's wow, crazy. that was a that. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. Did you know that, or was that just like a? <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, I, I knew it was bad, but I had to guess. So for a bonus three points. Okay. What was his save percentage? Do I get like a ring? Yeah, it's plus or minus uh, like point zero five. Hey, tough, tough uh, judge here. Um, hey man, if you want three points, you uh, got to earn it. I'm gonna say eight twenty-five. Holy shit! No, eight seventy-one. Oh, yeah. That would have been real bad it was really bad anyways <laughs> okay this one pretty difficult we'll see um it's worth five points who was Whoa. who was this year's winner of the green jacket if you need a reminder that is the worst plus minus in the nhl this season clayton keller no I'm just thinking of I'm just thinking, thinking of dog shit teams. Team, yeah. <laughs> he, I can confirm he was on a very bad team. Seth Jones. Um No. He who? was I think tied for second. Who is that? The Thomas Hurdle? Jones. Oh. No. Oh, you're gonna say it? You're gonna say it. No, it was not Hurdle. Oh. It's a defenseman. I'll let you keep going. Um Connor Murphy. <laughs> No. <laughs> Aaron was he? Yes, uh... my guess was going to be Seth Jones. Cam Fowler. Nope. John Troy Stetcher. It's in the East during conference. Oh. You guys are all over the West, I think. <laughs> think of bad uh, teams in the East. Zach Wierenski. No, he was injured. Or... Rasmus Ristolainen. No. He's a former holder of the screen jacket, I believe. <laughs> uh, oh, Columbus. You were really who close. Else? I don't know any of their other... <laughs> yeah, good luck. Oh, no. This is why it's difficult. <laughs> he was on Columbus? He was. Um, was or is? He, he, <laughs> he is. Gavrigov. No. Good Branson. No, it's not a bad shout, though. <laughs> I don't even know if you guys will know this player. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I don't know any Columbus Jake Bean. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jack Johnson. No. Okay, I think I'll uh, take a X to this question. Uh, it was Andrew Peak. Peaky, I don't know how you say it. He was a minus 41. Yikes. I think Seth Jones, along with Man. someone else, was a minus 38. <laughs> Captain of the tank. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, though, with Columbus dealing with a lot of injuries. Wierenski being one of them. So he was out there a lot and kind of got a little uh, pooped on. Well, <clears throat> hopefully that wasn't his peak. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So there's two answers to this one. So one point for each one. I'll get into the next point after that. Uh, for the first time in NHL history, 
two teams posted year-to-year improvement of plus 40 points. Who were they? New Jersey Devils. That is one of them. Seattle? It is Seattle Seattle. as well. Oh, let's go. We actually got it? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so Mikey, I'll let you guess for New Jersey's part. Um, Plus or minus three to the number. How many points? How, what was their point increase from last year to this year? Oh, man. Um, so you know it's above 40. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, well, just reminding you before you say just, like 20. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Wait, man, I'm thinking, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I know they were really bad. Uh, yeah. And then they were really good. How many points do they have this season? Can I get that hint at least? How many no, points I, they I with? don't even have that written down. <laughs> right? Well, that's not helpful. Um, <laughs> dude, I don't even know. I'm gonna go out uh, 47 with the with factoring in plus or minus three. You do get that because they finished with a 49 point increase. Oh, I was close. So you do get a bonus two points. Nice. Aaron? Uh, Seattle. How many were there? Just to guess the same one, but I'm going to go. Hmm. I will say 50. No. Gosh. They were bang on 40 points. They barely made it. They barely made that whole stat work. Almost I should have guessed it because should why have been, would they yep. have chosen 40 yep. as the random number? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's alright. Alright. This one, a little maybe trickier. Which team used the most players, plus goalies, throughout the season? So at least one game played, how many? Does that or sorry, the which team? Just that does Vegas. not include playoffs. I was going to say Vegas, but isn't that does not include playoffs. Um, can can you repeat Vegas. the question, please, sir? <laughs> yeah. So, which team used the most players, plus goalies, throughout the season? So, basically a roster player playing at least one game played. Chicago. Not Chicago. Just keep sh- shout it out if you have an idea. Montreal. Montreal. No. Arizona. No. <laughs> Vancouver. No. Tampa Bay. Columbus. No. It is one of them is Columbus. <laughs> there is two answers the... though. Yes. They are tied for the most players used. Philadelphia. Anaheim. No, it's not a bad team actually. Toronto. <laughs> the other one is Toronto. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Yep, that is uh well I that is just the two. Uh, they were tied. That also, I meant forgot to mention, was three points per team. Hell yeah. Look at that. Climbing wow. So for a bonus okay, point, I don't even... for five points, plus or minus three to the year answer, how many players did they use? Can I phone a friend? No. Oh. <laughs> Who are you going to phone? You. Oh, no. What? <laughs> 28. I'm Kyle, actually. Um... Mikey, you're not guessing here. I don't. Okay. Okay. Well, I shout out twenty eight. I know what a good guess is. So you have to tell me if this is a terrible guess. Well, it's so plus... I can guess better for my next team. I mean, no. What? They're tied. Oh, oh they're tied. No, you get one answer here. Oh, great. Okay. Plus or minus three. 
because they tied for the most used. 28 is a very off answer. Okay. Well, very that's not off. Good. 39. 45. Nope. Okay. Uh, Toronto and Columbus both used 47 Jeez. players wow. plus goalies this season. Wow. Both, both of them, I think, used four or five goalies, and then, yeah, well, a fair bit of players, to say the least. Okay. So, <laughs> a little off there. <laughs> God, better than Mikey's guess. All right. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this one being worth five points. So sticking with our fantasy awards that we do in our own Chow Stars League, there is a certain award for being the vulture of the season. Answer me, though. Which NHL team was the ultimate vulture this year, claiming the most players off of the waiver wire? Detroit. No. This Nashville. One was really goddamn close when I had to look through it. The answer, the team claimed three players. I'll just say that. A lot of teams claimed one or two players. This is the only team with three. Philadelphia. Nope. Nope. Buff- Buffalo. No. I don't remember who's already claimed three players. Toronto. No. Columbus. <laughs> no. Chicago. No. Pittsburgh. No. Pittsburgh. Okay. We'll maybe get there eventually. Vancouver. <laughs> no. Claimed none. There, it did nothing. It um, did zero. Uh, Boston. Tampa. We'll eventually get there. All right. Well, it's not Tampa. Uh, it's not Tampa. It's a bad team. You give us an east or a west. San Jose. Arizona. I just can't. I feel like Arizona's been said three times. <laughs> Anaheim. It's Anaheim. Oh, damn. Yeah. Not Anaheim? <laughs> no one said wow, Anaheim. Okay. I was listening clearly. Okay. Clearly. Okay. Nice. Huh. Good so, Mikey. I'm more of the. Yeah. I'm more of the current trivia. Core is the old trivia. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. If this if this was the same question, but like 20 years ago, I would. <laughs> 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 All right, Mikey. Only for you. Name those three players. Each one, you get seven <laughs> points. Oh my <laughs> god. That's so hard. If you say a wrong one, you're done. We're just going to move on. Wow, jeez. <laughs> can I get the positions, at least? I didn't write that down. Uh, I think <laughs> I think one of them's a defenseman. Maybe the other two are forwards. I don't, you don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I'm looking at these names, and I do not know. Uh... Dude, I honestly have zero. I I don't think anybody knows that besides people in Anaheim. Um, Just guess a first name, and if you get a first name right, you should give him points. Are any of them normal first names? Um, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're done here. Who was it? You're the Uh, players? The three players were Scott Harrington, Jason Magna, Ooh, oh God! And Brett Leeson. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Kevin was close though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that does it for the uh, shouted out questions. A rapid fire have. So there's a few more here. So this one's a little different. Basically, I'm gonna ask 
ask a question to you guys. Whoever is the closest answer will go first, deeming the order to be played with that question. And you also get a bonus point for being closer. You'll get it when I say it. So, the NHL had the most 100-point scores since 95-96. Oh, yeah. How many were there? You each get one answer. Whoever's closer gets a bonus point, and we'll go first. What is your answer? David. Are we shouting this out? Yes. Uh, Five. Ten. Eight. Ten. Corey is closest. There were eleven. A hundred plus. Can think that fast. (laughs) Uh, This year, Corey, you go first. We're gonna now go through the eleven and list them all. Uh, So I believe it'll be Corey, Aaron, Mikey in the order. We'll go through, and every correct answer is a point. If you get one wrong. You are out. Oh, okay. Oh, and damn. It's not a top. Is there a top to bottom, or is it just we can just shout out? Just shout, shout it out of the 11 who are all, all, all right. above 100 points. Corey, you are okay. first. All right, well, I'll, I'll go with McDavid. Okay, I think that's correct. <laughs> uh, Aaron? Uh, I'm going to take Dreisaitl. Yeah. Mikey? I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with Mr. Elias Peterson. <laughs> yep. There you go. Okay. Right, uh, back to Corey. Pasternak. Yep. Oh no. Um. Oh, Kachuk. Which one? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Matthew. Yes. Uh, Jason Robertson. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> Nugent Hopkins. Yes. How many is that? Uh, there's four more. Ooh. Okay. All right, now I'm going wild guesses. Uh, <laughs> Who have we said so far? Okay. Well, it's up to you to keep track of that. <laughs> repeat your out. Yeah, if you repeat your out. I should have said that. No. Yeah. Nope. No. no, if you repeat your out. Uh, Matt. That's fine. Matthews did not have a hundred points. Or yeah, more. I should have known that he's on your fantasy team. He sucked. Yeah, you are eliminated. Uh, over to Mikey. Um, Eric Carlson. Yes. Ooh. Oh, nice. That's a good one. It is. Uh, Corey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there's two players, but like. Can't remember. Um, it's three more. Marner. Marner was at ninety-nine points. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You oh are my out, God. <laughs> Mikey. Oh my. There is three left. Can you clear them all and take a bit of a lead here? Um, so the, I think I can clear them. I just don't remember if you guys said them or not. So that's going to be like oh, a no. here. Um, Miko Rantanen. Yep, he is one. See, on the, this one, I... Mm, mm, McKinnon? McKinnon is another. 
He wasn't said? No one said him. Oh. There's one more. And we have... How many points did he have? You don't have that written down, do you? I do actually have that. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> All right. All right. Dude, whatever, dude. Um, can't make it too easy. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to guess. I'm thinking... I don't think it's Stamkos. I don't think he hit 100. Uh, point? It is not point. It is his line mate, Nikita Kucherov. I thought for... <laughs> that would have been a show. I just forgot about it for a second. Kucherov was tied for third with 113 points. And no one guessed him. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody put McKinnon in there. Yeah. All right, moving on, next round. So, similar idea, you're going to guess um, your answer, whoever's closest, and that will be the order again. Uh, the NHL this year had the most players with 40-plus goals in, 20 not since, like, in 29 years. How many were there? Five. No. How many 40-plus goal scorers? Nine. Okay, and Mikey? Um, seven. Okay, everyone's a bit off. There were 19. I was the oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Only 10 away. It will, the order will be uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. Mikey, Corey, I believe. Aaron, you will start us off. Okay. What's my question? Well, it's, the goal scores. I have to list the goal scores. Oh there's, no. There's 19 40 plus goal scores in that name this year. So we're gonna I go did. through and get all 19, just like that. I was stuff. celebrating my big win. Oh well. It ain't over. Uh, McDavid. McDavid. Yep. Was obviously number one. <laughs> all right, Mikey. Drysaddle. Drysaddle. Yep. Was up there. Corey. Matthews. Matthews barely made the cut with 40 goals. Wow. Big drop off from the year before. <laughs> Corey almost got that wrong. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, sorry, you were just, you just picked like, the, old, the, the one guy that was like right there. You know? Yeah, I, but I know he hit 40, so settle down. That's <laughs> All right, back to Aaron. Uh, good job. Matthew. Thank you for clarifying. He did indeed have 40 as well. Exactly. Wow. Exactly 40. Really skimming the barrel here. <laughs> Back to Mikey. David Pasternak? Yep. He indeed had uh, 61. It's a lot of goals. It is a lot. Corey? Ovechkin. Yep. He had 42. <laughs> It's <laughs> really like he's probably like testing the waters right now. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Um, I had a name and I just lost it. Oh. Yep, Rantanen was third with fifty-five goals. Mikey. 
Jason Robertson. Yep. He had 46. All right, Corey. Yeah. Um, Braden Point. Yep. He had 51. Kucherov did not oh, have 40 plus goals. goals. <laughs> he did indeed. Aaron is out. How many goals did he have? I don't have that written well, down. I know that. <laughs> he had a boatload of assists. 39, like... probably. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Mikey, over to you. A uh, player we forgot to mention again is Nathan McKinnon. Yep. 42. <laughs> Corey? Mm-hmm. I'm going to interrupt Corey just to say that Kucherov only had 30 goals and 83 assists. <laughs> oh, you're welcome point. Oh, my God. Yeah, what the heck? Why is this so hard? There's nine more. Nine more? Yep. Okay, let me just think for a sec. <laughs> Repeat answers means you are out. Right. Um, Try and push I'm, you for an answer. You're on the Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, Panarin? No. I don't know how many he had, but I know it's not 40 plus. <laughs> All right, Mikey, can you clear up the remaining nine? <laughs> no, no, but, I, but I, I, can, I can probably get the next two, and then I'm good. Oh. Panarin has um, 29, by the way. Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes, yep. Yeah, Jack Hughes. And then the other one, because I had him for, like, more than half my season in fantasy, I'm going to have to say Mark Shipley. Yes. Yeah. He had, uh, yeah, 40, uh, or is it 42? And I only remember that because he was literally the only person I would check on, like, all of the, like, the hockey apps, like, NHL app oh. and stuff who would <laughs> score for Winnipeg, and it was just him. So, hmm. Can you get the remaining? If I were to... <laughs> There's uh, seven more. <laughs> um, people who score a lot. Um, that is the question. Right? Uh... Alright, I got one final guess. Okay. Tage Thompson. Yep. Oh, seven. Of course. Six more. <laughs> if anybody else, I mean, can we let you want to let Aaron and uh, Aaron Gorey six more? We'll can we rattle off the list? I, guess. Um, I can let Aaron have another random I don't shot. I guess I wasn't listening to anything that he just. No offense, Mikey. I didn't listen to any <laughs> of the answers that just happened. He said uh, Shifley, Thompson, and uh, what was the other one? McKinnon, I think. Nylander. Nylander is in there. Marner? No way. Uh, Nylander, Let, 40. Keep going. Let Mikey cook. 
Marner is not just, on there. Okay. <laughs> no, I think I'm done. Oh, yeah. uh, are you? Don't even have a guess. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm uh, shoot one out there. I want to say Pedersen, but I don't know if he hit 40. No, he hit 39. Yes. Okay. okay. And so did uh, Kuzmenko hit 39. So there would have been two more 40-goal scores if they had scored one more. <laughs> and if Horvat never got traded because he, he got yeah. 37. But if he stayed on Vancouver, he probably would have hit 40 easily. There's five, yeah, no. Five I, more. I don't, don't have any guesses. I'm I'm good. <laughs> okay, well. Okay, I guess I'll just list them off. We uh, must be missing someone really major with the way you're saying that. No, no. Every, everyone left has... Well, the largest one left is 42 goals. Oh. Um, so that is uh, Carter Verhage, 42. Adrian wow. Kempe, 41. Oh, and Kempe. then there's three more at 40 goals each. And that was Kaprizov, uh, Jared McCann, and Timo Meyer. Huh. Huh. Oh, th- those were like, if I... Mm. <laughs> Those would be yeah. easy to guess, but they're all goal scorers, man, but I couldn't think of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. All right, last last question for you all for this trivia. Um, Mikey, a bit of a lead here going into it with 23 points. Aaron in second place with 13, and Corey with 9. To yeah. spice it up, this last question will be double points. <laughs> just to see if one of you can catch Mikey. So similar format. I'm gonna whoever's closest with this one. At the start of the season, six teams did not have captains. How many teams at this very moment do not have a captain? Oh. Closest answer will lead and get a vote. Seven. Oh, that was gonna be my guess. Four. The correct answer is 10. <laughs> By default. There's not, there's not many? There is 10 teams without a That's captain crazy. at this very moment. So Aaron gets a bonus two points. And now you will lead us off, then Corey, then Mikey. Winnipeg. Winnipeg is correct. We all know the drama over there. <laughs> that was an easy one. Mm. Nine more. Anna. Anna. My, my turn. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Anaheim is correct. Yep. Um, Linky. Um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is correct. Nice. <laughs> Vancouver. Vancouver. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of Borhorvat. <laughs> So All right, back to Corey. Mm-hmm. Calgary. Calgary is correct. Oof. A lot of turmoil over there. Seattle. Is it my turn? It's Mikey's turn. It's Mikey's you can have my turn. Answer, Mikey. Just Don't take it. Don't you dare. I won't. You can you can have your point because I'm I'm a nice guy. That's it. Wow. Um, being cocky. Chicago. Chicago is correct because 
Even though Taze is technically active, uh, he is not signed with them at this very moment. Let's go. Oh. Maybe that helps you with another. Are you sticking with Seattle? Seattle. Yep, Seattle. It would have been really awkward if that was incorrect. <laughs> yeah. All right, Four well. Four more. If that's how we're doing it, then I'll say Boston. Uh, yeah, I'll say Boston. Boston is correct, yes. <laughs> and there's three more. Mikey? I don't know if we've said this team. Uh, no, wait. St. Louis? St. Louis is correct. Nice. Good one. Oh. Whew. Whew. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. This might be a repeat. Sorry, I forgot to check off one. There's only one more remaining. <laughs> uh, I feel like I know this is wrong. Arizona has one. Who's her captain? Arizona it does not have a captain. Someone, oh. Nice. No. They don't have a captain. <laughs> oh. They don't have a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a nice logo depending on who you talk to. <laughs> yeah. Wow, way to go guys. You nailed that one. Thanks, and that is man. it for the trivia. Uh, a little game show here. Mikey, way to go. Cleaning up. Cleaning yeah. up here. Twenty nine points. Just because Kyle's not here. <laughs> well, you guys were bickering that Corey was here. We lucked out. Yeah, I know. Recent, recent stats. See, I told you. Recent. So that is I think a I just good got... show. Nice. Nice. Good one. Right. Go yeah, thank you, Max. That was fun. No, that was fun. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. Yeah. Monumental day is my first non-last place finish. Woohoo. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, Corey, you have a fan question for us, don't you? Or Yes. First of all, do we want to mention the past trivia Tuesday result? Oh, we sure do. It was, of course, good old Rickety DiPietro. <laughs> I don't think... Did you guys get it right? I didn't even see your comments. I know Max got it on medium, moderate. <laughs> yeah, see, I guessed Rickety DiPietro, but I didn't comment, so... Now it's like hearsay, so it's all good. Yeah, that one actually took me to, it got to easy, so I was probably too embarrassed to <laughs> write it down, but that one got me. That was a good one. Nice. Um, of course, Tuesday uh, today, sorry, Corey, so we will have another trivia uh, posted very shortly. Yes. Stay tuned for our next trivia um, and our next fan questions upcoming this week. Uh, we will be asking you all the questions that we went through um, so if you were restarting a uh, NHL top three players drafted, top three goalies, we want to know your favorite mascots, coach, jerseys, best and worst logo, and of course the best flow. So stay tuned for all those polls on our Instagram page. Other than that, thanks for listening. And that does it. We'll see you all next time.